hey, I'm Grace and I'm the host of this podcast, She Builds Me Up. She is my neighbor, my friend, my sister, my mentor, and my inspiration. She's the everyday woman that surrounds me all the time. We laugh together, we cry together, and we love together. I value her because of the amazing gifts she shares with me. Come and join my tribe and let's build something amazing together. This is where we uplift one another, we let our guards down, we invest fully in one another, and we become stronger by doing so. Together, we are going to get into the nitty gritty of this weird world of adult friendships. We're going to combat our challenges and have fun while doing it. Okay, so I'm on episode, I guess, two now of season two. And I'm here with my friend Lauren. Lauren, if you want to say hi. Hello. I have to say it's been nice that I'm back doing these in person. Because the end of last season obviously was COVID time. It, we're still in the COVID times, but we've just loosened up a little bit. I we're guess. hanging yeah. out. We're hanging out. <laughs> it's across the table. <laughs> That's right. Um, I'm kind of laughing how COVID has changed me, though. Because like back in March, I was still buying clothes. Like, because I was like, oh, this will, like, lift, and I can wear this dress to church, and I have all these cute spring clothes that no one ever saw. Mm-hmm. And then I just got this, what I'm wearing right now in the mail yesterday, so, like, this is what my clothes buying looks like now. I'm wearing a black jumpsuit, not jumpsuit, sweatsuit. <laughs> <laughs> it looks very comfortable. It's, like, it's very comfortable. That's what and we do. Like, we wear comfortable clothes And, like, now. today I ordered more leggings online, and I'm just like, man, like, this is my clothes shopping now is buying loungewear because right. I'm not going to waste money on clothes that people aren't going to see, even though you're seeing me right now. But... <laughs> and you look very nice. <laughs> oh, I just woke up. Just kidding. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> um, anyway, so I am really excited to have Lauren on today. Her and her husband are some of our very good friends here in Danville. And so I am just excited to have you. So I just want to thank you for coming on. Um, so yeah. let's dive in for today. I'm going to have you tell us um, what your topic is and why did you pick it? So I was trying to think what I could speak to. And I kept thinking about the topic of forgiveness, particularly in regards to um, not holding grudges petty, with over you know petty things in life that come up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is a big roadblock for a lot of people. And I've had some experiences in my life that I've learned to be able to forgive. And I've felt so much liberation and freedom from that. And so hopefully have some tips to share that can help us yeah. overcome those when, roadblocks in our lives. When I first asked you if you would do this, and you were kind of like, oh, yeah, 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 let me just think about a topic. And you kind of off the cuff were like, oh, I'd probably talk about forgiveness. I just was like, yeah, that's something I need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Even we we all do. We all do. But, like, I'm the, the Sunday school teacher in our ward, our congregation, um, as you know. And I'm very open about things that I'm not good at forgiving. I won't be that open on a podcast setting. but You don't want to share. No, I don't want to share, you know. And so it's just kind of funny that, like, I was probably your inspiration behind <laughs> picking this topic. You were probably like, oh, Grace, Grace needs, needs to hear this. To hear this. <laughs> Let me share some knowledge with her. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, though, like, it's it's so true. I feel like so many people hold these grudges, myself included. Mm-hmm. And I really liked what you said about how it brings liberation and freedom. And so I want to dive in a little more about that. Mm-hmm. And so... 
first though, like, what are some experiences? Because you said you have you have a lot of experience with this in your life that led you to picking this topic. Yeah, we can start with one from I can remember when I was in first grade. Oh, yeah, way back. Oh, she's still. <laughs> this is a big deal to me, guys. I finally got over it. Oh, good. Um, so there's this girl in my first grade class, and we were coming back in from recess. And we got in trouble if the teacher came in and we were all being noisy. Mm-hmm. And so I was a goody two-shoes and like yelling really loud, like shushing really, really loud for everyone to be quiet before the teacher came in. And this, this girl, her name was Mackenzie, she said it after I said shh really loud. So oh. you can imagine when the teacher walks in, what she heard come out of my mouth, what she heard coming out of my mouth. And so I got a strike, which meant that next time we went to recess, I had to stand with my face against the wall for five minutes until I could go play. Oh, wow. So I was mortified and super upset at this girl who I thought was my friend. And um, so that's just something I held within. And I just, we had the same group of friends, but anytime she was hanging out with them, I would leave. Like, I wouldn't oh. hang out with them. And, yeah. The playground woes. Yes, playground woes. <laughs> Let's jump forward a few more years. Uh Um, When I was in high school, there was this girl. She was really possessive of her friends. And one of her closest friends was also one of my friends. And so anytime I was hanging out with this friend, she would just get so jealous. Mm -hmm. And then she started just sharing, um, just spreading lies about me and saying Mm -hmm. I was a liar and two-faced. Like, totally uncalled for, and it was embarrassing to me to be involved in something like that. Like, because yeah. I'm, I'm just no drama. I don't like She's drama. She's very low drama. I can validate that. <laughs> and I was just embarrassed that I was being lumped in with this dramatic situation. Um, so just learning how to, you know, come back after someone's spreading hurtful things about you. And then probably one of the most life-defining moments for me um, was with my now-husband, Spoiler alert there. We love you. Uh, <laughs> we had a really great relationship, and we were getting married, and everything seemed to be going well, and then just a couple weeks before the wedding, totally out of blue, out of the blue, he called the wedding off, and I didn't know why. I was really confused. I was you know, crushed. The invitations were out and everything. Yes. It was... You probably didn't want me to share that part. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <Yes>. Nate. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was really close to the wedding, and yeah, I was crushed, and... Um, harbored a lot of resentment because this time in my life was really happy and I was going to have the happiest moment of my life and all of a sudden now I'm feeling these horrible emotions of resentment and anger and um, yeah so those are a couple experiences in my life that I can think of where I had to learn um, to let go of those feelings and to forgive and so you talked about, I like how you talked about how you, a young experience, because it's interesting how even as children we can hold on to these things. And then you talked Obviously about. Obviously, I still remember it. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you talk about the middle teenage, I guess for you, this would be the middle of your life because you're young. Yeah. <laughs> We're both young. And so, and then, well, I guess when, how long have you been married? Uh, we've been married for five and a half years. Five and a half years. So, yeah, so... something a little more recent. Mm hmm. And so, um, what do you feel like you learned from these experiences? Well, there's a couple things. Um, some there's we're all at different levels of maturity, and mm-hmm. so 
Um, some people don't even have a clue that they've offended you. Like this girl from first grade, I never told her how she made me feel, and she probably thought it was funny. Yeah. And so she probably I had... thought it was kind of funny too. <laughs> well, goody two shoes me was mortified. Uh, meaning it's funny now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's good now. Yeah. Um, but she had no idea because I never shared that, and so sometimes I think it's important to. Let people know that they've offended you. There's obviously a right way and a wrong way of doing that, you know, mm-hmm. um, gently versus making it more of a uh, blown up experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one is we don't always know what people are going through. I didn't know the feelings Nate was having. Obviously, it was something he was trying to work through on his own without having to bring me along mm-hmm. um, during our engagement, but. Um, yeah, we don't always know what people are going through. And sometimes you need to give people the benefit of the doubt yeah. uh, of what they're going through. And um, some other ones is sometimes people do something, you know, that upsets us. But at the same time, we've also done things to upset people. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you want to have that experience of feeling forgiven for something, then it's important for us to also do that to others who have wronged us yeah yeah um as i was reading the notes that you sent me i was obviously some of these questions i'm asking i'm genuinely asking for myself um i feel like a lot of times when you go through hard things with other people that requires forgiveness the biggest feeling that i've come up against is resentment Mm mm-hmm and just you resent that this happened to you you resent that they were so careless and thinking about you or you know fill in the blank reasons why you're feeling resentment Mm -hmm. and so i guess my question to you is how do you curtail these feelings of resentment and you have to continually find peace because maybe this is not how it is for you but i'm gonna guess that sometimes you think about these experiences that you've had and you you feel a little spark of anger Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe Nate did that, or I can't believe the girls in your school did that. Right. And so how do you deal with that? Well, I think it's going to be the rare person that can immediately let things roll off their sh- their shoulders. Um, yeah. But there's obviously a wide variety of wrongs people do to you, whether that's someone tattling on you or you finding out from someone that your spouse is cheating on you, things like that. Like th- That's a wide variety Um and those are different emotions to sort through. Um, but you just have to remind yourself that we too stand in need of forgiveness in our day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. And if you, one of the important things I think is when you forgive someone, you need to forget about it mm-hmm. and not keep rehashing it, rebringing it up. Um, if Nate, if I constantly brought up the fact that Nate rip my heart out and things like that then if people asked us you know our dating story we probably would never want to share it because I'm constantly bringing up something that is in the past Mm -hmm. um and so yeah it's just I think you can find uh you can curtail those feelings by addressing it quickly forgetting about it and not bringing it up again Mm -hmm. so you choose to just well, I guess I, I struggle with the word forget about it. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, how do you forget something like that? Yeah. So do you more mean, like, you don't stew on it? Or, like, or do you literally mean you forget about it? Well, I mean, obviously easier said than done. <laughs> but Yes, yes. 
And it, it, it does take time because I can think of an experience Nate and I had when we first moved here. Uh, there was a family that we had an encounter with that left a bitter taste in our mouths. And then whenever their name was brought up in conversation, we would vent like, oh, yeah, we know them. They did such and such thing. And we just realized after a couple months later that we kept saying that. And then eventually we just made that commitment. Nate and I made that commitment to ourselves like next time their name is brought up like don't even talk about that mm-hmm. and I can't even I can't tell you in my head like oh this is the moment I forgot about it but we just stopped bringing it up and now yeah. I didn't remember the experience until I was trying to prepare yeah. the experiences <laughs> like, oh, to yeah. share yeah yeah um, so that, yeah it hasn't bothered me yeah once we made that commitment so mm-hmm. sometimes you do need to sit yourself down and say okay like mm-hmm. stop talking about this it's not healthy and I think obviously I'll, I still have some of those emotions oh, yeah. And I think a lot of times we get in this, at least I do, you get in this phase where you're like, well, it's healthy for me to vent how I'm really feeling and I need mm-hmm. to talk about this. But then it gets to a point where you've been talking about it for months and it like consumes your life. And you're saying the same thing over you're saying, and over again. <laughs> yes, that's exactly, you're saying this, oh, yeah. you're right, you caught me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you say the same things over and over again and then it's like. Do we make any progress here? No, no. you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think that's wise to just stop talking about it. After I think there is a healthy amount of talking about it, mm-hmm. but like there needs to be a point where you say, "Do I want to get over this?" And if I do, am I willing to do what it yeah. takes to get over it? And mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. But, um. Okay. So back to what I said that you said earlier. You said that forgiveness leads to freedom. Um, what exactly do you mean by that? So I saw a quote. That said, holding grudges is like ingesting poison and hoping the other person gets sick. And so if we can learn to forgive someone, we are freeing ourselves from being held captive to the poison of an unforgiving heart. Yeah. Um, So also when you, in contrast, when we are forgiven, we feel that guilt wash away like a weight's been lifting off lifted off our shoulders you feel like Mm -hmm. you can breathe again you've had this crushing trial or you know bad experience relationship gone wrong that's been you know consuming your thoughts Mm -hmm. you just feel that weight lift off your lift off your shoulders um and also when you hold grudges with people especially if it's somewhere you you live in the same community i don't want to be going to the grocery store worried that I'm going to run into so-and-so and constantly have an eye over my shoulder. Like, oh, there's that person. I got to run to this aisle over here. Like, it's... Yeah. I don't want to live my life like that. I want to be able to just walk freely and not feel like I have to constantly watch my back. So that in that way, I feel like when we just forgive people and let these things go, then we can have that freedom to walk as we please, to not have those feelings of resentment and anger mm-hmm. consuming us. Well, and I, I've definitely felt like that before. Like, like what you said, like you like don't, you're like, I would rather die than run into this person, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but it's like, I feel like when you do that, you're giving away your power. Does that make sense? Like, and I guess maybe power is not the right word, but it's kind of like it, you're giving away your ability to feel free. I guess, like you said, you're mm-hmm. giving away your ability to just like navigate through this. Cause the, I feel like the longer you hide and the longer you, choose to not confront and choose to not you know face whoever you might run into mm-hmm. it's just gonna get either worse or it'll just never get better right 
So I appreciate that you said that because I definitely feel like that I've learned that lesson in my life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like holding grudges over petty or not petty things is something that everyone struggles with, literally yeah. everyone. And so what have you learned about how to not hold grudges and how to not take things personally? Well, it definitely takes practice. Yeah. Um, one, and I feel like once you've experienced what it feels like to forgive and to feel, or yeah, to forgive and you feel that freedom, that liberation, it gets easier and easier the more you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, taking things personally, you have to decide like, did this person really mean to say that? Is my friendship worth, you know, being over because of this? Um, yeah. Do I want to? Um, be held captive to that poison in my heart. Like if, if the thing is, if you answer those questions saying that, no, I don't want that, then you got to just learn to let it roll off your shoulders. Yeah. And it's kind of like you said, it's like you're continually drinking poison or are you Mm -hmm. choosing to let things be, Mm -hmm. you know, I heard, ironically, I heard this today and right before, not right before, but this afternoon (laughs) Um, is that forgiveness is a way of letting the past just be the past mm-hmm. and not trying to change it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times the reason you can't forgive is because you just want so badly to go back in time yeah, and change things. Mm-hmm. Um, Which can't happen, can't so have, it's why? not healthy to think know. that way. Yes, it's so <laughs> But true. we do it. We do it. We totally do it. Um, okay, so you said that... Um, In your notes to me, you said that not forgiving is a form of pride. What do you mean by that? So I was looking up definitions of pride uh, to more adequately answer this question. And one definition I came across is that pride is enmity toward God and our fellow men. Mm. And enmity means that we have hatred towards or are in a state of opposition. And can't help but get spiritual when we're talking about forgiveness. Um, Please do. God is the ultimate judge, mm-hmm. and when we don't forgive, it's as if we're trying to take that role of his um, being the judge away from him. We're putting stipulations on his gift of mercy that he's given. Mm-hmm. And so who am I to play God here? Yeah. Um, that's yeah. super prideful to even come close to comparing ourselves to being like him that way. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I mean by it being prideful is that we're letting ourselves play what should be God's job. We just do what we can to forgive and move on and let him take care of the rest. Especially since he's he knows both parties fully mm-hmm. and he loves both parties fully. Yes. And sometimes I forget that. I'm like, well, he should love me more because I'm the one that's wronged here. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> he's definitely, yeah, he's suffered. <laughs> he's suffered for us. Uh, he knows. Um, and I think in... His Sermon on the Mount, uh, again, getting into the scriptures here, uh, he says that, um, let me think, uh, Christ won't forgive us if we don't forgive others. Mm-hmm. And so that's important to remember, like, oh, what we do to others will also be done to us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We need to, even though it's hard, <laughs> Yeah, we need yeah. to do that because we want to be right with the Lord as well. Right. So... In looking at these experiences that you've had in your life, and maybe this is an obvious question, but let's just go over it again mm-hmm. for me and for the listeners. 
Um, how has your life been blessed by learning to forgive? Well, for one, Nate and I ended up getting married because I was able to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have this wonderful relationship. We have two beautiful boys. Mm-hmm. Um, if I hadn't been willing to let go of my pride and let him yeah. back into my life and forgive him, then we wouldn't have that. And so that's a great blessing for me and having learned to forgive in that instance. Mm-hmm. And I'm also happier. I don't feel the pains of heartache and resentment from holding grudges for very long. Mm-hmm. And something Nate and I do um, that helps us to mm-hmm. be able to forgive each other because spouses have their you know, their squabbles all the time. Oh, but yeah. um, in order to get over those quickly... We just, we have a movie quote, actually, that we say that immediately lightens the mood. So I don't know if all of you know this, but um, we say the quote from Megamind, all right, I admit, you were right, I was less right. (laughs) (laughs) And we can be so mad. And then if one of us would just say that, it just, Uh we immediately start laughing and we talk through it quickly and then we're happy and we can move past it and don't let those things continue to fester and get worse mm-hmm. because we don't address it. Well, and I kind of wonder, and maybe this is getting too deep into you and Nate, but I, 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 knowing you guys, you guys are such an amazing couple. Like I, I'm blessed that you married Nate too, just because I love <laughs> both of you together, you know? Yeah. And I just think about you. I think that's one thing I admire about you guys is you're so good at like not taking anything too seriously. <laughs> Because literally the first time we ever had you guys over for dinner, you told us this story about how he broke off the engagement. Oops. <laughs> but it was very like lighthearted. And I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> how did that work out again? You guys like, got man, it together? So, and it was just like, it's, it's admirable. Because on one hand, you're like, how can you joke about that? But on the other hand, mm-hmm. it's, kind of, it's admirable that it's just like, yeah, this happened. And like, isn't it so great that we still got married and we have this amazing family? Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we learn to laugh about those things instead yeah. of harbor the resentment, right? Otherwise, we'd never work. Right. <laughs> yes. And so it's, it's almost cool that that's kind of how your relationship, your marriage relationship started is like, how much better are you probably forgiving your husband than I am? You know, mm-hmm. just because you had to start off with the We age. learned that, yeah, yeah before you we learned even that got married. Early on, mm-hmm. right, right. So I think that's awesome. Um, so I guess that leads to my next question. Like, do you feel like it gets easier to forgive as time goes on? Well, I think there's two sides of that. Um, sometimes in the heat of the moment, we need to take a step back and calm down, gather our thoughts and our feelings and let that sting of pain go away before Mm -hmm. we forgive, Mm -hmm. um, and make things worse. If we go in high heated with our emotions, um, that doesn't always end up going very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And sometimes if we let time go on until we address it, it can make things harder uh, if we delay to seek forgiveness or give forgiveness, it creates a thicker wall for us to break through. Mm-hmm. Um, I can think of an example of my family. My mom and my dad's sister got in an argument, and my mom apologized, but my aunt just ignored it and never said anything back. And so every single family reunion is just awkward because it's never been addressed, and now, like, the rift is, you know, it's gone stronger and stronger and now they mm. don't talk. And so it's too bad. Yeah. And my mom feels bad. You know, she's, she tried to do what she could. And sometimes you do try and apologize and, and people just don't, you know, want to give that um, freedom to you of being, having that weight off your shoulders. And sometimes mm. when we 
give our forgiveness um, or we want to be forgiven. People don't want to give it. Um, And that can happen. But uh, I feel like if you can try and address things immediately and not let things fester, I feel like that would be best. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, going in with high emotions isn't healthy. And so... I think there's a good middle ground. There's a good middle ground, yes. yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess I'm going a little off script here for your question, so hopefully you'll have to forgive me if you're thrown off. But no, that's all right. I'm thinking of two different things. Like, So the first thing is, like, obviously, when you talk about forgiveness, you always need to talk about forgiving yourself. Mm-hmm. And so like, do you feel like these lessons that you've learned about forgiving your husband and those girls and other people in your life has made it easier for you to forgive yourself? Or, like, how does that play a role in your life? I wish I could say that's true, because I think we're <laughs> hardest on ourselves. Yes, we are. Um, yeah, no, that's that's a different... I feel like that's a different beast entirely, is to, how to learn to deal with our shortcomings and be confident in ourselves and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. forgive when we make mistakes and just know that we're doing our best. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think we can do, we can't go through life without God, I feel like. He, he's really good. He, we have to rely on him, I think, to help mm-hmm. us try and um, forgive ourselves and yeah. to pick up and keep going. Because I know mm-hmm. I feel that a lot. Like, am I failing as a mom? Am I failing as a spouse? Like, right. all, the, all these things that we, we do can bring us down, but we just have to try and look for the positive and... Yeah. Look up and yeah. know that we're just if you just do the best you can, that's good enough. You keep yeah. you keep working at it. It's a daily thing. That's and I think that's what I've taken away since you've talked about the topic, I've also been thinking about it. Is that forgiveness is not like an event. Mm-hmm. It's a long process of yeah. like you have to continually like when resentment rises, continually turn back yourself mm-hmm. and be like, Okay, no, this is I'm okay, I'm okay, mm-hmm. you know. I Take think that two goes along with forward, yourself one too. step back. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, and the other question I've heard, maybe and this is probably a harder question, but this is what I've been thinking about in my life when I've needed to forgive mm-hmm. is that what do you do? Cause I feel like sometimes it's, it's easy to forgive when the other party is apologizing. Yeah. So what do you do when you never get that apology? Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. sometimes you're just wronged mm-hmm. and like, even though the other person knows that you've been wronged or that you feel wronged at least there's just no apology. There's no closure. Mm-hmm. There's like, cause I've had that happen to me multiple times in my life and I, I have my own answer, but I would love to hear what your answer is for that. Oh, that's deep. It's um, really deep. <laughs> we get deep on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I just, I think back to my mom asking for that forgiveness and her not giving it at least you do well, you do what you can. And if they don't apologize to you, um, sometimes, yeah, it, it creates rifts and you have to just determine like, can I be okay not having a relationship with this person over this? Mm-hmm. Or is this something that I need to talk to them about and tell mm-hmm. them like, Hey, you know, this really hurt my feelings. You know, sometimes, you know, like I said, people don't even realize that they've offended you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they do do it intently and intentionally. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, sometimes they do it intentionally. And we might just have to call it out sometimes. And I think mm-hmm. there's a right and a wrong way to do it. As I said earlier, don't, you know, don't go in guns blazing. That was rude. You really, you know, I was hurtful what you did to me. If, if you just go 
forward and say, hey, you know, this really hurt my feelings. And when you did this, I don't know if you realized that, but, you know, if you you go at it, I think, in a more gentle manner, which, again, is very difficult and sometimes why you need to let a little bit of time pass to gather your Mm -hmm. your thoughts and emotions. Mm Um, do this all over in person too. Never do it over text or social media. <laughs> Please. Good advice there, everyone. Good advice. <laughs> yeah, really. Just I can't tell. And you just have to do it. On, um, talking on the phone is a little better, but if you could do it in person, because there's so much emotion that's not picked up. Yeah. When you're not uh, in person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you don't. It. There, none of us are perfect. And so I guess I'm just thinking, and this is out of your realm of answering even, I think, but I just wanted to bring it up. Like sometimes one time I was really struggling to forgive someone. I don't even remember who it was at this point because this was a while ago, Mm -hmm. Um, but I was sitting at church and a woman was visiting our congregation from Africa. I don't remember which country, so Mm -hmm. forgive me for that. And the lesson was on forgiveness. Mm Mm-hmm. And so all these people were talking about stuff that, like, we go through, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just everyday stuff. And so then she raises her hand, and she's just crying, and she's like, I watched my entire family get slaughtered in front of my eyes Mm -hmm. by, like, bad people. Mm -hmm. How do I forgive them? And I just... The room was silent after that. (laughs) Kind of like how we're silent. I was like, like, the whole room just went silent. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just felt so stupid for not being able to forgive whoever it was that that was on my mind at the time. I mm-hmm. genuinely don't remember. Good for me. I forgot about it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pat on the back. Um, but it just made me realize the importance of forgiveness because if she even had the desire to forgive someone who did something that horrible to her, then I can forgive someone who's done something so much less to me um and I guess that's all I'm gonna really say about that because none of us really have the answers as to how we can forgive such an egregious thing like that I think God is the one that has the answers for that and so we just have to leave it to him and then I just wanted to say one more final thing about forgiveness and that's just what I've learned in my life about forgiveness. And I still have a lot more to learn. I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it. I'm definitely not. Um, But there was a time where I held a lot of resentment towards a certain someone. And it ate me alive for a very, very long time. Because in my mind, I was just so wronged. And I just couldn't believe that these things had played out in certain ways. And it was a series of events. It wasn't just like one big thing. But the relationship just went completely south. And it broke my heart because, you know, I was very close with this person. And looking back now, I realized that I was not willing to see how I played a part in what happened because I was so focused on what she did and how she wronged me and how she let me down and she didn't do the come up with my expectations and she wasn't treating me the way I should be treated and a lot of that is still true 
but I also played a big part and I wasn't treating her the way she wanted to be treated probably and I wasn't being the best friend either and it's just amazing what time does because now that's been you know I don't even it's been more than 10 years since that happened and I just realized that a lot of times we're unable to forgive because we're so hyper focused on how we've been wronged and we're not willing to see how we have wronged and so I guess just in my life I've realized that if we're willing to see both sides and see why they're thinking the things that they think and how I played a part and asking like what did I do wrong then that totally changes the conversation and makes it easier to forgive anyway I'm just going to wrap up there and I just want to thank Lauren for being here. Um, She's definitely one of my very good friends in Danville and I'm just very grateful for her and her husband and that they are such good friends to me and my husband. And so we will make that a wrap. If you enjoyed this episode on forgiveness as much as I did, then I would strongly encourage you to either go on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this and give it a review. The best way you can support me is by giving me reviews and by engaging with me on social media. You can always follow along at SheBuildsMeUp on Instagram for any updates with the podcast. I always enjoy hearing from my listeners.